Private Lender Podcast, Episode 92. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from John Wayne, who said, Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hello and greetings from the energy capital of the world, Houston, Texas, and welcome to the Private Lender Podcast. If you're looking for practical tips and advice to mitigate risk and build wealth without banks or Wall Street, then you're in the right place. But if you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can avoid them, then pull up a chair and pour yourself a drink, my friend, because this podcast is for you. My name is Keith Baker, and you're listening to episode number 92. And as you can probably tell by the title, Death, Taxes, and Determination, this episode will be somber. So I don't want to bring anybody down. So if anyone is uh, yeah, having a rough day or a rough go, you might not want to listen to this one. Uh, you might want to wait until you're maybe feeling a little better. Uh, I'm basically forcing myself to record this uh, as I currently have absolutely zero appetite uh, to work at any capacity, whether you know, for, for love or money. Uh, but, but, but as they say, the show must go on. And I had a purpose uh, originally about uh, talking about taxes because this is January, and if you do private lending, the odds are that you need to provide your borrower with a 1099 mortgage interest statement before January 31st. Check your local, uh, check your local, yeah, check your local IRS laws. No, check with your local CPA. Uh, but I always kick out 1099s regardless of if they get past the $600 limit on a service or whatever. I always kick out a 1098. Sorry, I said 1099. I meant a 1098 for every for every loan in, in January. So I guess what I'm doing tonight after I, I finish recording this, because that's something I don't have. Uh, well, these are for the loans that I, I don't have a note servicing company handling for them, handling them for me. Otherwise, they would kick out the 1098, let the borrower know how much interest they paid. But since some of these notes I still have are a little bit longer in the tooth and I do it myself, then I, I, I just go online and you can basically, there's so many online services now that uh, you can usually kick out a 1098, 1099 for about 4 or $5 a piece, or definitely under 10 and it just takes a little bit of time. So that was the purpose of today's show. But as I record this yesterday morning, I, I um, well, here, first I'll buckle up. I'm going to tell you a story. This is going to get long-winded, so... Just wanted to be fair warning, or give you fair warning. Yesterday morning, uh, woke up with a, a bunch of emails from uh, the UK, uh, advising that a a friend of mine had uh, finally succumbed to colon cancer and passed away. He was a claims adjuster uh, for AIG London. Uh, I believe he was about forty four years old. Two small kids, two young daughters, much like myself, and. That uh, that was sad. That rattled me. I mean, we knew it was not good. The prognosis on Jonathan was was horrible uh, to begin with. But he he had a he fought, and uh, you know, finally getting the emails, even though we expected it, it it uh, puts the day off on a on a bad start. So um, oddly enough, I uh, <laughs> since I got I got on the topic of mortality very early, I uh, ended up getting a call 
uh, calling my mom and uh, my my parents are quite elderly and and so my dad's been in the hospital with pneumonia trying to get over that and he's making some progress and they're going to let him go home and so I went up to stay with uh, my mom and to help help you know get dad home and as I'm walking out of the hospital I get a message from Facebook from a, a my dear old friend Randy in Austin and just to give you an old friend's an old friend, but he was my bass player. Uh, and as a drummer, that um, there's a special bond that I, I still feel like that I, I keep with Randy uh, from the rhythm section of all those garage bands we played with back in the early 90s. But Randy's the one who sent me the link to the Rolling Stone article advising that uh, Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush, had passed away. And I was already a little off-kilter, you know, because dad's number one, but Neil Peart's not too far behind as far as influence in my life, at least his work, not his life, but his, his, the work that he produced. And so I don't want to bring completely everybody down, but I do want to share a story with you that made my day have a, a silver lining. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you know, my dad's still with me. And I know I don't have much time with him left, but I'm glad that he's still with me and he's seen my kids grow up. Uh, and so there's a you know silver lining and trying to maintain a, a positive attitude, trying to maintain uh, some positivity and a good mindset, an abundant mindset. And yeah, it sounds cliche, but it works for me. So, and I'm passing it on to you to let you know that it, it you know, most, look, you're going to have shitty days, but for the most part, I think uh, being mindful and, and aware and is is a good thing overall. And, you know, things are cliche for a reason so that we can understand them. But anyway, back to the, here I go, my long winded story down the rabbit hole. So I'm going to take you guys back now to January 29th, 1988. I was 13 years old and I went to see my first concert, Rush Hold Your Fire Tour at the Summit in Houston, Texas. By the way, the Summit is where the Rockets won their championship and is now the home of Lakewood Church and Joel Olstein. Just a little tidbit for you there. Nonetheless, in 87, my Christmas present for my parents was two tickets to see Rush. I was up in the upper nose bleed section in the horseshoe in the far, far back. And I want to say the tickets were either 9 or $11. But before I get too far off track, towards the end, during the end of the show, during the, the encore, they played uh, the parts of their song from 2112, Overture and Temples of Syrinx. And it was during... I want to say it was during Overture. Uh, I, I'm getting old. I don't remember exactly, but something changed in the music. Something wasn't right. Uh, basically, Neil had stopped playing, and you just heard his bass drum or his kick drum keep basically keeping time, straight 4-4 four, four time. And he kind of disappeared from behind that massive drum kit that he used to sit in in the middle of. And, you know, after a, a, a few bars of, a few measures of straight 4-4 four, four on the kick on the, on the bass drum, he pops back up and, and the music goes on as you would expect and as I, you know, come to learn it on the album. And I didn't, I didn't think anything of it until uh, the, the following Wednesday when I go to my drum lesson and my drum teacher, Rudy, knows a lot of the musicians and people in town in, in around Houston, and he knew one of, the, one of the big music shop owners who had backstage passes. And he explained... Um, Keith Carnegie, the drum shop, by the way, for those uh, who give a damn. Uh, Keith told Rudy that Neil had the flu, and when he disappeared but kept beats 
on his bass drum, he was vomiting into a five-gallon bucket right in the middle of the show and kept perfect time while he was vomiting, wrenching up his guts. And I, I don't know how to give an analogy of how difficult that is, uh, but coming from someone who was... Uh, Spent many years studying drums and playing the drums. I don't know if I was ever in a position or a condition to where I could do that. And it just, it just, that story is why this, this episode is called Death, Taxes, and Determination. Because if Neil could puke his guts out, I think it was bad food, uh, and keep time on stage during a song, then... I can hide behind a microphone for 10 minutes and talk about uh, <laughs> private lending in, in 1098. So with that, I'm going to take a drink of the McAllen 12 because that was Neil's drink of choice. Uh, that's a fine, fine scotch. And with that, Neil, I want to say thank you and goodbye. That's it for episode number 92. Please help me get the word out and increase awareness for the show by sharing forwarding just letting people telling people uh if so, if you think someone might even benefit from hearing it or if you're trying to cultivate your own private lenders and you want to give them an uninterested third party source this is a great way to, that they can learn and you know stay safe and that way you can you know provide a value to them and and help them stay safe during you know doing your deals and that's the whole goal in all of this i want to bring down the banks but i'll i'll, I'll get that that <laughs> I'll get that line figured out later. You can connect with me at Facebook or just, you know what, since there aren't going to be any private, there aren't going to be any notes, show notes so much for this episode. So just go to the show notes page, episode 92. There'll be links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social, bigger pockets, that fun stuff. Please, I, I, you know, please, please leave me an honest rating and review over at iTunes and, and Google Podcasts because that really helps uh, the algorithms and, and helps people find this podcast and hopefully you know people more people like you and I that are into alternative investments can uh, expand their mind a bit so I'm going to sign off thank you for listening through the last 10 minutes uh, sorry if I depressed anybody uh, but at the end of the day it's all good I got a lesson of determination out of that and so that's what I drink to one more time so I wish you all safe and prosperous private lending and I'll catch you on the next episode Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time. You know what I'm going to say? Copyright laws be damned. I'm not making any money off of this episode. So I'm going to play you guys a, uh, a song called Pieces of Eight that was written and performed by Neil Peart. Everything, every sound on this song Neil is playing, it, whether it be the drum set, the marimba, or the steel drums. It's the only way I know how to say goodbye, and I hope you enjoy it. Take care. <laughs>